This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Daniel Jones, we talked about him a lot, Gordon. He's had, he's, you know what? All, all things considered, he's had a good season. He really has. has not well, given with what he has to work oh, with, right? I mean, geez, Louise, the fact that he's playing for a contract and the fact that he's not, this would be the time you would think that he would be turning the ball over more, right? Exactly. Because he's, he's going to force things. He doesn't have anybody to throw to. He's, he's trying to go down with the ship. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's done a good job with the turnovers and, and making plays that he can. But there's just not a lot, not a lot to work with here, man. All right. So, Daniel Jones, how do you put this loss behind you to Philly and get ready for Washington? I think we've got to be very honest about uh, what it is that we uh, didn't do well today and what uh, what led to the result. Um, but at the same time, you know, we got to correct that and then and then move forward and move past it. Understand that you know it's up to us to fix it and, and to move forward. And um, you know, everything everything we want to achieve is still out in front of us. And the guys understand that. Um, and uh, you know, I'm I'm confident we'll bounce back and have a great week of practice and prepare to play well on Sunday night. Yeah, it is going to be interesting to see how they, uh, you know, how they fare against Washington in the rematch, and it's only it hasn't been that long, so, you know, I, I, those, those situations always, uh, I find them fascinating because you it's a it's a divisional opponent, so there's familiarity. You just play them, so there's even more familiarity, um, and you've got, I, I guess Saquon will be in a little better shape this week than he was last week because he was, you know, limited in practice, mm-hmm. 50-50 ready to play. So you might get more out of him yeah. uh, this week than you did last week. So it, 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 it's going to be interesting to see how this giant team can do. Two things to me. First off, the NFL has got to stop having teams with buys in week 14. That, I mean, it's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> it's Figure out a way. to. I mean, week 14, the playoffs are a month away here. Come on. Yeah. Is, yeah. And, and how unfair is it the Giants, Washington gets a buy while the Giants get the Eagles. Yeah. In between the two games. <laughs> yeah. Washington, oh, you play the Giants, and then you get a break, and then you play the Giants. Giants, you play Washington, play the Eagles, and then you play mm-hmm. Washington in Washington. That doesn't seem uh, – yeah. Very fair to me. No, it isn't. It isn't. It's a tough spot for them. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Let's go to the phones. 1-800-919-3776. Buddha's in the Bronx. What's up, Buddha? You know, guys, I love y'all. But these last two nights, oh, my God, how horrible are they for you to be a Jets fan? <laughs> oh, God, I tell you. you Hang know, in there, Buddha. Greg Hang Williams in. got fired. <laughs> Greg Williams got fired. <laughs> for doing the right thing against the Raiders. You know, remember those – I don't want to call anybody out by name, but these dopey Jets fans, I can't want my Jets to lose. How's that Trevor Lawrence, (laughs) Zach Wilson thing looking now? Unbelievable, man. That guy's throwing lasers out there. (laughs) He looked like he's at Clemson. You know, it's, it's, it's a mess. It's an absolute mess. You know, I'm sorry. You know, I'm hope I'm wrong, but you know, it's become evident that the Jets are not making the playoffs this year. You know, if the Vikings and the Bills games were missed opportunities, what do you think these Patriots games have been? I'm looking at them out here right now. You know, all heart and prayers go out to Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. You know, now, now they're going to be the seventh. This is disgusting, man. Thanks a lot, Zach Wilson, you freaking bird. You know what I mean? But anyway, man, look, you know. You just need to win four straight, if not three and one, in these next whatever games. And, uh, you know, looking at the competition and looking at the way the competition's playing, 
it's probably going to be two and two. I hate to say it, man. I mean, you know, Jacksonville is not going to be any walk in the park, but the Lions are even going to be less of a walk in the park. And, uh, you know, I just say this much, man. I know time is short tonight. I'm pissed off. I'm sorry that Johnny's flowing, and your boy is very agitated right now. But, um, you know, Joe Douglas, mission number one next year, as it's been for the last three years, bro, is could you get me an offensive line, please? <laughs> I mean, good God, man. Like, you know, between the offensive line and the tight ends, I, I've never seen tight ends that catch the ball and get immediately tackled more than Conklin and Fizzy Wuzama, who they told, oh, we're going to love him when he gets here. He's a great locker room. He might be a great locker room guy, but on the field he hasn't done you-know-what. I mean, please. I, I'm looking at Evan Ingram. He's got like 200 yards. Which is, <laughs> Yeah, I love y'all, man. You know, it's hard to be a Jets fan, man. It really is, man. It's hard, bro. Take it's care, right man. in front of you. What are you talking about? You got it all in, in front, front of you. Of it's in your hands. In front of me, how? How? It's in bro? your hands. You know all you have to do these. is win games. You should win. You should beat the Lions at home. You should okay. beat the Lions at home. You should beat the Jaguars at home. I'm not saying you're going to blow them out. You win those two games, and then it almost certainly will probably come down to that final game against Miami. But no, 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 no. You're making it, first of all, who's playing quarterback this week? That's number one. It's Mike White. I mean, he'll look, be Mike White. They'll heal him. They get the sure Mr. Miyagi right? behind the scenes. He'll clap his hands. He'll rub him up. He got go. decapitated last week. You don't even know if he's going to be able to survive to play in the next game. Oh, and, and, look, and, if, he, if he can't Wilson, survive, listen, then I would agree with you. You're screwed. Listen, I don't care what's going on. If he's not ready to play, first of all, Joe Flacco looked like old man Logan out there. It is over. You can't even put him <laughs> no, back out there. No, no, you can't. If anything, you got to put, if anything, you got to elevate Strebler. You got to no, elevate Strebler. What did I, I tell you, Larry? What did I tell you? I called it. That, you you can't put Zach Wilson on the field. Absolutely. Don't do that to me. I'm no, 51 years you old. Can't. Don't do it to me. <laughs> no, Please. You have to. He's the second pick in the draft. If, if Mike White he goes down, Mike White can't play. <laughs> then it has to be Zach. What did I tell Larry? Did I say tonight we took one call? The first call we took. Strebler. Strebler. <laughs> People are jumping from the from the Mike White bandwagon right onto the Strebler bandwagon. Well, that that just shows you that there's no wagon for Zach no, Wilson. No, no. Zach Wilson's got a little bicycle. <laughs> the wheels He's like E.T. E. riding wagon. in the front. <laughs> wheels are off the Wilson wagon, Gordon. There's no question about it. Oh, no wheels on that no wagon. No wheels. None. None. Richard's in Manhattan. Hi, Richard. Larry, Gordon, you know, I look for little things. Do you realize the Giants are 0-3-1 in their last four games, and the Jets are 1-3, and and they still have meaningful football left in middle of December? This is unbelievable. We're going into this weekend two playoff games. I mean, as bad as they both look, and they have, they both look bad in the last four games. We have two games that we can look forward to this weekend. Just keep extending it. This is fantastic. And uh, I'm really, really. It's nice so, that we have meaningful games if we can actually win one of them. Yeah, nice well, too. now it's getting to the point, Gordon. You're right. We have to win. You know, let me tell you, I watched the Giant game, and I knew when Julian Love made that play where he avoided the hit mm-hmm. on, the, on Devontae Smith and avoided breaking up the pass. I knew at that moment the game was over. The Giants were not going to recover after that. That and the fact that the punter 
Whoa, oh my God, God that was what? hysterical. <laughs> you, uh, Larry, let so me see. Funny. You remember this. When was the last time a giant punt and whiffed? The 85 championship game Landetta. against the Bears. You remember it? Yeah, uh, Soldier Field. Yeah. Sean Landetta went to punch the, punt the ball, and he, he swung his leg up and missed the ball. He could, yeah. It was so windy. That's what that reminded me of. I said, oh, no, not Sean Landetta again. That was, what, 37 years ago. Unbelievable. But you knew the Giants weren't going to win after those. I don't know how Julian Love made, made the play on that play. He just went right by the he receiver. The he didn't put Took the wrong oh, angle. it was all, and he didn't even go for the hit. At least go for the timing of it. There was no way the guy would have caught the ball. That was terrible. But, and then when I saw the punt, where he the bat, but I got to say one thing: the guy did uh-huh. make a cool recovery. I mean, the ball he just kicked it right after it hit the ground. Yeah. That was pretty good. I have to give him credit for that. But yeah. you knew it was bad after that, fellas. Look, we got two more games at least to look forward to. That's always exciting, as bad as they've been playing. So I look forward to the little things. Always a pleasure, fellas. Thank Hi, you guys. Th- thanks right. for the phone call. See, Gordon, he here's he a looks man. on the bright side. Here's a man who's like, thank God, Larry and Gordon are not talking about the NFL draft. <laughs> yeah, right. No, look, it is nice. It is nice for a change. I was going to ask Richard. He, he last time we we talked to him before Sunday, he was talking about how the Vikings were underdogs against the Lions. Well, clearly yeah. people knew something because the Lions ran right over them. So, yeah. and the Jets are actually underdogs at home. They're getting one point at home against the Lions this week because they don't know who the because they think. Yeah, well, maybe. <laughs> maybe like, it's either going to be Flacco or Wilson. Well, look, the fact Under that White one. <laughs> came back and played and, and, and traveled back home with the team, I would mm-hmm. I would kind of be surprised if, if he's ruled out because of injury at this point. I, agree. I think See, it's going to be him. I think he'll be able, he'll give it a go, but I'm just concerned that he it gets be, hurt yeah, during the game. Absolutely. That's a very good possibility. Yeah. See, that's the but, thing. And then what do you do in that hit. case? Yeah. Because, I'm, I mean, Gordon, we sat and we watched what happened to, you know, my guy in, in Charger land. Okay, and Justin and, Herbert. Yeah, and we saw what happened to him, and you know he wasn't the same. As a matter no. of fact, he's just recovering. Just starting, yeah, <laughs> and it's starting recovering. to get his weapons healthy too, right? Yeah. Keenan Allen's back, and all the receivers are coming back. Mike Williams is back, so yeah, they've really had a. It seems like the Chargers are banged up every single. Yeah, you know, I always it wait is. for them to get a good a, a one year of good health luck, and they just it never get it. So it doesn't but, work. Yeah, it doesn't look, work. if you're telling me Mike White takes one hit. And it knocks do? him out of the game. Well, then I certainly can't put Joe Flacco in there. No, because if, if Mike White's getting hit, then Joe Flacco's certainly going to get hit. Yeah, and that you know what that means, especially with that Detroit defense, the way they're playing now with Hutchinson, the way he's working, mm-hmm. he's looking. That means if they go Zach Wilson, he's going to be get ready. Why for is his he life. running back? But at least he can. Why but see, he, he at least can run for his life. Joe Flacco can't run for his life. As long as he's running in the right direction, it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> running back doesn't help. That doesn't help. But now, but he should have been. He should be better. He hasn't had to worry about this for a couple of weeks, Gordon. He should be better. He's been working with the Salah said it. He's been working with. He's been going, taking, been aggressive on the field. He sits down with the quarterback coach. They review video all yeah. every day after every session. You know, he should be better. With all due respect to Robert Salah. The next time he says something about Zach Wilson and his right, then I might believe him, because he's been—they've been wrong on him every step of the way. He's not alone. No, no, no. <laughs> it's not just on him. I mean, it's an organization. They've been wrong yeah. every step of the way with this guy. Gordon, except for I, pulling him. 
Except for putting. <laughs> Except for No, they were wrong for doing that because they should have done it the week earlier. They should have done it the week before. So you're they were right. wrong with that. But too. that wasn't his call. <laughs> it, that, that was not his call. He True. could not do that yeah, by himself. That. You could tell. No, he couldn't. No. Because <laughs> he, had, he, had he had to get a, a, a seat at the, at the president's, a seat yep, for the king absolutely. before he could pull him this time. Yeah. But now all I of a sudden it went from, I never even crossed my mind of pulling him. Next day, yeah, hey, we're going with Mike White. Yeah. <laughs> and, and listen, not pull him. Deactivate it. That's Deactivate. that's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, absolutely. That's the thing. Gordon. Well, look, it's a beautiful. It's a beautiful. I mean, that's the story of the the, the movie, right? It is. The guy gets he gets pulled. He's, he's yep. down in his luck, and then the final yeah. act, he rides to the rescue. Mm-hmm. Buddha somewhere is throwing something <laughs> at the radio. <laughs> he just called you a couple of names. <laughs> not, not, it could just as well he didn't use those on the radio. No, no, because then we'd be on vacation. Yeah, then we would. Yeah, right. <laughs> we'd be taking some time off. Yeah, exactly. We, we'd be, we'd be de- deactivated like Zach Wilson. <laughs> and we'd be saying the same names. <laughs> You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. I heard from one Yankee fan already who's like, no, what say you? No. Yeah, no, I would not be. uh, This is not something that I would want the Yankees to be pursuing. Uh, He's already had a suspension for PEDs. He's going to miss, I think, 32 or 35 games next season because of that suspension as well. He's been injured before. He's a young, exciting player. He would certainly fill a need at shortstop if he could stay healthy. Uh, and when he is healthy, he's a dynamic player. But I don't know that I'm going to get that same dynamic player. Yeah. And and the crazy thing is, he is signed for three years beyond Aaron Judge's contract. Wow. <laughs> and that's like his contract right now is is pretty reasonable the way they structured it. It's it's mm-hmm. it's pretty cheap. I think uh, next year is like ten million bucks. But when you get to you know twenty twenty nine or so, it's like thirty five million dollars a year, which in twenty twenty nine might not be that big a deal. Right. But I, there's there's many ways I would prefer the Yankees go rather than this. Well, see, for me, the question would be, what would it take for you to get him? Exactly, it's going to be extensive, I would think. You know, whereas uh, a player like Korea, uh, Gordon, it's just money. Just money. You know, and, and that seems to be there. that seems to be he- that name seems to be heating up a little bit, though, Gordon. No, Correa. Yeah, I don't. I don't see it. You don't I see don't it. See the, I, I, the more the days go by, I think that we'll 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 be asking forever. What was the big mystery move? The Yankee. The big mm-hmm. mystery is there was no mystery. There was nothing. Well, They're going to be fair. It is make, just December. Yeah, but uh, look, it hasn't stopped the Mets from signing guys left and right. Yeah, it hasn't but, stopped but, other teams. Well, but Steve Cohen's a maniac, and right. he wants to win this year. <laughs> he's, well, he's trying to live his. At least, know. at least he's putting putting his money where his mouth is. Yes, he is, and he's got a big mouth. Yeah, and he's got a lot of money. He's got <laughs> a lot money. of money. So good for him. Good for the Mets. That's the yeah, way you absolutely. want your your organization to to go out and and uh, to operate. But yep. uh, we'll see about Ron, Rodon. Uh, it does seem like the you know all the reports are that the Yankees are in on him. I, I don't even know if that's. Uh, that great a move there either. Uh, he's a guy with a lot of injury concerns. Are you going to sign him to six years? It feels a lot like Patrick Corbin, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a guy who's, who's coming off a good year, but you, you'd be a little concerned about now if it ends up like Cat, Patrick Corbin and you win a World Series like the Nationals did, You're you'll good. deal with whatever it is. But yeah, uh, we shall see. To me, it's about getting a bat. And if you're going to go out and, and spe- you know give up all this talent to get Fernando Tatis Jr., 
I would have preferred you went out and got Juan Soto when you had the chance. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're right. You're right. I keep Brantley's name keeps coming up. Brantley's name always comes up with the Yankees, Gordon, every year. Every year, somebody talks about Michael right. Brantley. Michael and Brantley. It, it generally Michael gets Brantley. brought up in, uh, up in the terms of why didn't the Yankees get Michael Brantley? <laughs> the Yankees could really use a Michael Brantley. Yeah, I know, I know. It would, it would, you know. But listen, uh, with all that the Mets have done, and Gordon, I'm very happy with what the Mets have done. Okay, mm-hmm. let me let me say that right now. I mean, you know, I had, I had my reservations about Verlander, but he was the best guy out there, just coming off of Cy Young. I get it. Best player available, you go get him. All right. Uh, the Japanese import player. I'm curious to see if he's able to, you know, there's been a number of pitchers that have come from Japan. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm curious to see how he's going to stack up uh, playing in the major leagues because, you know, sometimes, they, you know, different schedules. Sometimes they pitch over there once in every seven days, you know, so will he be able to go every fifth day? So on and so look, the, the Mets have done far Far more than I can expect. They've done a great job. Gordon, I'm still missing a bat. I, I'm a guy. I, I know I yeah, want everything. I, I, I know I shouldn't be complaining. No, I need another I, stick in the lineup. And absolutely. I don't know who to get. I, but I, I thought that available. that was going to be one of the first things that was addressed. But it doesn't seem to be the case. Like, you are missing a primary DH, an everyday yes. thumper. And the one that yep. I brought up. Uh, on Saturday that I feel like was a missed opportunity was Josh Bell. Two years, yeah. $33 million. Yep. Slap him right in the middle of your lineup. Perfect. He got perfect. And and He's look, done. you can't expect that Pete Alonso is going to play 160 games again next year. I know, I know. The guy wore down trying to carry the offense. So mm-hmm. that would have seemed like the perfect fit, a guy who can primarily be a DH, can play first base every once in a while, can give you some some pop and, and is not going to kill you in terms of uh, getting on base and 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 just you know overall batting average, but um, not to be. No, no. So we're still searching, and and it's not like the type of thing where you can say, well, we were, we we liked him, but we preferred you know signing this guy or signing that guy. No, the, it's pretty clear they're signing anybody they want. It's not it's not <laughs> yeah. like the it's a, it's a bottomless pit of money that the Mets mm-hmm. have. And rightfully yep. so, good for them. They should be doing it. Yeah. I think the yeah. Mets right now, this year, they spent more on payroll and just the guys that they signed than the Mets used to have as a payroll under the Wilpons. Oh, that's not even the question. That's yeah. probably not even close. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably not even close. I mean, the luxury tax is going to be amazing for them. It's got to be 50, 60 million. It's got to be. It's got to be. Yeah, well, I think that they, they're going past the, the last one, so it's like 90% of every dollar that they spent. Yeah. If they are going to be close to a four hundred million. I think they're going to be close to a four hundred million dollar team salary. Well, I don't think they're done. So yeah, I do. I think that yeah, they're probably going to surpass that as well. I mean, and I was surprised they gave as many years to the kid, the the guy Singa, the the, yeah, the Japanese pitcher. I was too. I mean, five years. That's a lot for an unproven guy. Yeah, pitchers anyway. I don't know if I'm not ready to give pitchers a whole a whole lot of years. <laughs> you just don't know. You you just they they get hurt. You just don't know. It just feels like such a – I get it. You have to have great starting pitching. and But it just feels like in this day and age, the, the, the reliance on the bullpen, the, the pressure that's put on pitchers, the fact that most guys are gone after five, maybe six innings, to be spending this much money on, on starting pitching, be it the Mets with, with Verlander or the Yankees if they sign Rodon, it, it just feels like it's a mistake. I'd much rather have the bat. Mm-hmm. Because I got to hit. I mean, you got to hit. Even if they pitch well, if we don't score any runs, he's still going to lose. 
Still gonna lose. Absolutely. And and yeah, like the Grom, like the Grom and Scherzer in in Atlanta. Yeah, the uh, like the, the Yankees against the Astros. The Yankees pitching against the Astros was okay. Yeah, they didn't score any runs. They didn't get any That's hits. It. Nothing. Nothing. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. This is really a tough spot for Robert Sala. In what way? In the sense of he's he almost has to, has to have Zach Wilson active for this game on Sunday. And when you understand that it's an injury situation, but Mike White has has done nothing but through his play, he owns this locker room. He owns it. Mm-hmm. He owns it. T-shirts, mm-hmm. platitudes. He owns this locker room. And here's what I know. Zach Wilson, when he gets on that field, Whenever he plays again, he's got to produce Gordon. He's, there's a lot of pressure on that young man. There's a lot of pressure on him. There's a lot of pressure on the coaching staff because what are we going to say? If he, if he is not prepared or if he plays badly, we're going to say, well, what was he doing <laughs> during those three weeks he was inactive? Yeah, He looks the same. I don't see it. And then now it becomes – is it how much of it is Zach Wilson and how much of it is the coaching staff and not preparing him and not getting him better and not doing what needs to be done to make him a better player? I mean, fundamental things. I mean, this is his second year. So, look, we're not saying he's done. I know major fans are saying that. But we're not saying he's done. But what we are saying is, Gordon, when he gets back on the field, whenever it is, he's got to look like a competent quarterback. Mike White, and I'm not saying Mike White is Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers, but Mike White looks like a competent quarterback. Gordon, he sits back, he sits in the pocket, he, 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 does, he reads his keys very well. Now, he can't move, but you see the things that he does well. He reads his keys, he knows the right guy, he can look some people off when he has time. He's just He's a better quarterback fundamentally. And it's not even close. No. Uh, but look, here's the thing. If Mike White can't go, though, it's not like a situation where the Jets are pulling Mike White in favor of Zach Wilson. I think it would be tough for the, the teammates to get behind him because of his struggle so far this year if that were the case, if they were pulling Mike White. But if he can't go because of injury, well, this is, this is, the, this is the, 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 the hand you've been dealt. you got, you got to go with what you got, and it's about everybody succeeding. So you kind of have to – get on board and, and kind of help your, your young quarterback through that. I, I don't think you can expect to get anything out of Joe Flacco. So, yeah. uh, but uh, you're right. If he gets in there and gets another opportunity and <laughs> looks like he has, people are going to say, wait a second. What, I mean, what has this guy been doing? Yeah. What has this yeah. guy been doing? And I do – I'll say this. If the Jets are forced to – or I guess you don't even have to be forced to. If Joe Flacco is still the backup – for that this game this week, oh, Mike White, I, Mike White will never. Uh, excuse me, Zach Wilson will never play again for the Jets. Yeah. come on. Yeah, I mean, what, what yeah. are we doing? I mean, yeah. come on. Joe right. Joe Flacco was brought in here to give you a veteran quarterback, but not to play quarterback. It was to kind of walk <laughs> you through the steps. Yeah, <laughs> nobody actually yeah. expected him to play. <laughs> come on, that's like, that's like Gordon when I was covering the team and Michael Vick was the backup. Yeah. 
And he was ready to go away. He's look, he looking like, you mean I got to play? You got to play? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to play. No, you can't. <laughs> I was just here just to help, you know, help him in the in the film room and stuff. I got to play. <laughs> and And that's the situation they're in. But I tell you, I don't know if it would have made a difference. I really don't. I don't know. But when you look back, you there's you, you get a chance to pick apart everything, right, because of the way he is. I just think if they had uh, Joe Flacco or somebody here in the beginning, I think he would have been further along, Gordon, than what he was. If they had a veteran backup uh, quarterback. Maybe. Uh, it's I possible. Think, I think. And, of course, we don't know. It's conjecture. Mm. But I think he could he would have been further along. He couldn't be this. He couldn't be as bad as he's been, or let's say as inconsistent as he's been. Well, I mean, there's certain guys that just never get it. I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think if, if it does not work uh, at any point, well, then that's going to be on him. Uh, he has he has weapons around him. It just kind of feels like the Jets picked the wrong guy. Uh, yeah. I don't think that, and, and and this coming from an organization who picked the wrong guy. So I've seen what that looks like, and. Um, it's uh, it's very frustrating. You know, you get the second pick in the draft. You just miss out on Trevor Lawrence, who looks like he's starting to put things together. Certainly mm-hmm. Justin Fields is starting to put things together. Uh, Mac Jones has struggled, but at times has, has looked the part. Mm-hmm. Uh, took his team to the playoffs last year. So yep. uh, it just kind of feels like even with the second pick in the draft, the Jets got the fourth, maybe fifth best quarterback of that draft. Yeah. Picking and two. none of them have really none of them have really stood out. Not yet. I mean, yet. Trevor None Lawrence is in a really tough situation, but yeah. I think you're starting to see it there. And I think mm-hmm. Justin Fields is, was put in a, in a brutal situation as Very well. Very bad. Um, the one that got a good spot was was Trey Lance, and mm-hmm. it didn't look like he was figuring it out and then got hurt, so now it's yeah. a wasted year for him. But and they ran through a bunch of quarterbacks out there. They have. They have. It, it's it's uh... And then here's the other thing, Gordon. I'll tell you right now. Zach Wilson would could not have taken the hits that Mike White took. Oh my God, no, no, he'd that have been out. Been, he'd, yeah, he'd have been that, done for the year. <laughs> he'd been yeah. done for the year. I mean, when he was when White was down on the ground and was yeah. like wincing in pain. And yes, it, uh, I thought that he might be. I don't know that he'd be done for the season with broken ribs, but it seemed uh, it, pr- it seemed pretty significant. It felt like mm-hmm. at the time, well, this game is over, and yeah. uh, the fact that he was able to get back out there at least kind of gave you a fighting chance and I would just like to say as someone who had the Jets plus nine and a half I think Robert Salome the exact right call going for that field goal not trying for the touchdown don't need a touchdown there <laughs> need three points make this an eight point game good call mm-hmm. he knows he knows that the Damer household needed oh some the Damer household needed that needed that <laughs> I saw that you've done very well on cover five. I don't know how you did this weekend, but you've, you've started to make your, your move back up. You were in like the thousands, and, and last I saw, I think you were like 600 and something. Can I tell you what happened this week? Because Uh-oh. I had to fill in for Anita, uh-huh. I forgot to do my picks. Oh, no. <laughs> I forgot to do them. I was so engrossed in doing the show and everything, I didn't do it. By the time I thought about it, the games were on. And none of the 4 o'clock games, I'm like, no, 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 no. You're not touching anything. No, 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 not, 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 no, no. Because now you're just picking because you have a chance. Right. You're just, now yeah, you're just exactly. picking to do something. Right. Uh, now, but I tell you, I would have taken Buffalo. I would have mm-hmm. been good. I would have taken Buffalo and Philly. Right. I tell you where I would have gotten screwed, I would have taken Tennessee. I did not expect Tennessee to – I did not expect Jacksonville to look to beat Tennessee the way they right. did. Right, yeah. Tennessee looks like they're a bit of frauds. Yeah. 
It's, it's not the same. Derrick Henry is having trouble carrying that team this year. Well, you know, I and mean, they're not the he, same defensively. Yeah, he's not the same. They're not the same. It seems like there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes there too. They're firing the GM. Yeah. You know, the AJ Brown trade never really made a whole lot of sense at the time. You know, for a team that's expecting to compete. Yep. And they traded what they've got rid of their top two receivers. Corey Davis is here, and you mentioned AJ Brown is in Philly. So yeah. you know, it's 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 not the same weapon. That's another injury the Jets got to worry about. Is Corey Davis? Is he yeah. going back? That's right. That's right. Because he's been big for them. Yeah, certainly play, much more plays. so than uh, than Elijah Moore has been. Yeah, yep. you know, I thought you thought this year it was going to be the Elijah Moore show, and then Garrett Wilson kind of broke out, but it, it's really been Garrett Wilson, uh, Garrett Wilson, and and Corey Davis when he's been. Yeah, there. it has been, and you know what? And Buddha makes a made a good point earlier. The tight ends have not been as productive of late as they were earlier in the season. They were better when the running game was going, as opposed to and the running game. Listen. McKnight has been has been a he's godsend. godsend. Where's this guy been? He's been uh, he he's almost picked up where Brees Hall left off. Absolutely, almost. Yeah, he's been great. He has been. So I mean, you know, the offense they just need they just need to learn how to close by meaning they need to learn how to get sevens in the, when they're in the red zone. They, that that's their thing. They just they, and we we're having this conversation. You know, sometimes you can't wait till you get in the red zone, Gordon. Sometimes you have to go for it outside the red zone. Because the further you get in deeper into the red zone, it's easier for the defense. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, so they need to, you know, uh, Lafleur needs to do some other things. I, I think, I think sometimes you can be too cute, and sometimes you just need to be very basic. Well, they're expecting me to do this. You know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go five wides. Yeah. You know, sometimes, <laughs> give me an extra line. Give me an extra O lineman. Let's run the mm-hmm. ball. <laughs> Let's do that. See how that works for a change. So. We'll see what happens, Gordon. We'll see what happens. Well, look, it, it certainly baits uh, breaking down what, where they're going to be picking in the draft and mm-hmm. what, yeah. what, you know who's going to be does. picking one and who's going to be picking two. I will say this, though. You know, baseball, I forgot to mention this when baseball did it. They had their first mm-hmm. uh, lottery this yeah. year. Yeah, 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 yeah. If the NFL, at some point they're going to have to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Come up with a lottery system for the non-playoff teams. Uh-huh. I would be locked into that. I'd be watching that. Oh, I mean, think about the ratings that that would get. You're you're one of, you know, I don't know how many teams don't make the playoffs. But, you know, say it's the top, the 10 worst teams, they mm-hmm. get put into a lottery. Yeah. And you might be the eighth worst team, but you might get the number one pick that year. That's right. Oh, that would do bonanza. They could put that on pay-per-view and I'd be locked in. You know what they should do it? They should do it. And you know when they should air it? Halftime of the Pro Bowl. that would that would outdraw the pro bowl people would tune in for the for that and then check out on the pro bowl they're done with the pro bowl though right i know they're they're doing like a skill they can bring it back though they can bring it back with that yeah each each commercial break we're gonna pick a different team that's it yeah you get the the, you know you do the envelopes like the nba used to do that's right and every commercial break will unveil another team absolutely you'd be locked in locked in I, used, I used to be locked into the NBA lottery, and I knew that the Knicks weren't getting the number one pick, but I'd still mm-hmm. watch. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You definitely would. I, I might be locked in this year. <laughs> I don't know yet. Yeah, it could. Well, look, they won Although they're playing better. They're playing All they better have now. to do is just keep making sure the team that they play is missing their, a couple of players. You know, That's just it. keep getting a couple of guys that are hurt ahead of time. But did – 
I'll be honest with you. I didn't think the Knicks were going to win four in a row this season. I know. And all of a sudden, they. this is almost, in some ways, it's kind of like that first year where they would get Mm -hmm. under 500. You think, oh, boy, here it goes. And they'd figure out a way to to get a couple of wins. So maybe they'll start to to find their way here and and stay above break even. I was listening to Han and and Scott, Mm -hmm. and, and Alan was, you know, on his soapbox. Well, if you think about Tibbs and you think this team is a top six, Alan, nobody thinks the Knicks are a top no. eight team. No. no, nobody. No, nobody. Nobody does. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. Hardesty and Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Freddie and Fitzsimmons at the top of the hour. So, Gordon, I was, you know, my friends over at Bet Online in Vegas. Yeah. They always send me these odds and stuff like that. So I, I wanted to get your thoughts on some over-unders. Okay. This is for the week coming up. Week coming All right. up. All right. So we've got um, Thursday night, we got the 49ers at the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks coming off a loss to Carolina. How did that happen? <laughs> Seahawks yeah, lose. it seems like things are getting a little sideways for the Seahawks here. And you know what? Look, credit to Carolina. Credit yeah. to Steve Wilkes, man. I don't yeah. think anybody thought that they were going to start. Now, part of it is their division's terrible, but yes. they, they're fighting hard for him. That's a good sign. Yeah, they're playing well. They're playing hard for him. He might get he might get another opportunity. Well, given their yeah. history of hiring head coaches, probably should, right? Yeah, and, he, and listen, he doesn't have to worry about losing the shelf life because he didn't have one in Arizona. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it's not it's not like Arizona's all of a sudden taking off without him. He's, he's one and done. Yeah. So, Niners at Seattle. Gordon, it's the over-under right now, as of right now, is uh, 43. 43. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I, I was uh, wrong on the Niners this week. I thought Brock Purdy was going to struggle. You know, it's one thing oh. to come in and, and uh, you know, light up the Dolphins. But, you know, going up against a Buccaneers defense, I thought, oh, boy, he's going to struggle. Tom Brady's going to get on a run. And, boy, was I wrong on that one. So, uh, I might not be the guy to ask. Uh, that Niners defense, I-, I think it's clear they have the best defense. Oh, they do. They do. Uh, so, uh, Geno might be in a little bit of trouble there. They do. Seahawks, it seems like things are starting to go a little sideways for them. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about this, Larry. You're, t- you're the, the Falcons. You're the yes. – the, the, the Colts after this season. Mm-hmm. Do you look at Daniel Jones and say, you know what? Maybe we'll go after him. Maybe, maybe we'll sign him to a big-time contract. I Same thing with do. Gino. Sure. I think it, now Gino, though. I, uh, Gino doesn't have the shelf life, right? He's a little yeah, older, 33, 34. Yeah, yeah. It would be best for him to stay put. Yeah, but you think about how many things the Giants need to do to fix the offense. I mean, they need an entire, almost an entire new offense. They do. And if I'm they Daniel do. Jones, like maybe I think to myself, you know what? Maybe I can find something better someplace else. That at least it has some uh, talent base around me. So this idea that Giants can just sign Daniel Jones to, oh, we'll just sign him to a two-year deal, a three-year deal. There might be some team out there that's like, you know what? We want Daniel Jones. We'll sign him to this. And yeah. the Giants might be forced to, to kind of match it or start and, over. And I'll say this. He's used to playing behind the subpar offensive line, and they've got one in – in Indianapolis, yeah. they're struggling. Yes. They need to make some adjustments there. Uh, and listen, they got a good guy there to work on that offensive line, and that's Jeff Saturday. If, you know, I don't know whether he's going to be the coach or something, but I would, I would consider retaining him in that organization, clearly going to work with the offensive line because that, that would be a, a major coup for them. It's if, crazy. They lost Andrew Luck basically because they could not protect him, mm-hmm. uh, and they've not fixed it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's, an, that's an interesting way to go about it. It is. It is. 
Here's another. Int- I got two more interest. A couple more interesting ones right, for you, Gordon. Ravens and Browns. The over under is forty one. Uh, I'm not sure Deshaun Watson has got to be under. I don't think Deshaun. If you're Cleveland's front office, I guess, and Tannenbaum said it yesterday, Gordon, you're hoping that he just gets better every week. You better. That, that's the only thing you could, because the pressure, you know, he's, you hope he gets better every week, and then hopefully after an offseason where he can focus totally on football, if that's possible, and he comes next year, maybe you can see the fruits of your labor with him. But he's and I know he hasn't played for a while, but two years almost. He, he's yeah. he's he struggled a little bit. Yeah, that, it's, not it's, good. Uh, it's been ugly so far. And actually, uh, the guy the guy that was in there before, he was actually doing better than Deshaun yeah, Watson. It's true. Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He was good. He was good. <laughs> Too bad you can't go back to him. <laughs> <laughs> not now. <laughs> can't do it. Uh, Dolphins at Buffalo. The over under Gordon is forty nine. Oh, definitely under. Definitely, the, the Dolphins are going to go up there and score no points. It's going to be ugly. It's uh, that 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 is already uh, that's already been played that game. I've seen that game a thousand different times, <laughs> a thousand different ways. It's going to be ugly on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a tough one. It, it's a tough one for a, a, a warm team to go up for a cold weather. It, I mean, it's what the a reverse, brutal right? schedule that is for the Dolphins. San Francisco, yeah. back to the coast, and then to Buffalo. They still have a trip oh. to New England to go. Oh, that's right. They got another one with the Pats, don't they? Yeah. Well, you, yeah, you, well, you know. You, do. you know what? Just to show you how stupid of an organization, you're 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 a team that has to go to Buffalo and play in the elements every year. You have to go to mm-hmm. New England and play in it. You have to go to the Northeast and play in New England. Do we want the big strong guy or do we want the little small guy who's coming off a major injury? <laughs> Brilliant. We want. We what want a, a running what an game. Organization. That's what we want. What we want. We want a running game, Gordon. That's what oh we my want. God, what a disaster. Um. 47 and a half, Detroit at the Jets. I think the last heart, last thought was a one Jets were one point underdog at home. Yeah. Uh, well, As look, I think earlier. it's an under, right? I, I, yeah. I, I think you get Jared Goff out in the elements against that Jet defense. I think they're going to be able to make plays against him. And yeah. uh, look, you know, I know the Lions have been hot, but get him outside, get him in the Northeast. We'll see how things shake out. Yeah, the other, you and know, that's a must-win game for the Jets. Jets got no question. You cannot be losing at home to the Lions if you want to go to the playoffs. You're right. And real quick, we'll just talk about Mike White. <laughs> Quentin Williams is also very important. Too. Yeah, that's another one, right? And it looked far more serious than just a calf injury when he yeah. went down. Yeah. So we'll keep an eye out on that. This is ESPN New York tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on ninety-eight point seven ESPN.